The LEAP engine is certainly one of the most important engines ever developed by GE and its partner Safran. In fact, it might be the most important engine in this early century already. The LEAP engine is the fastest selling commercial engine ever. And it's a story of great, great commitment and courage by the two partners. As you enter the 21st century, there was already great anticipation over what would be the next power plant for new generation narrowbody airplanes. Because you think about it, without question, the most produced jetliners for the airline world are the 737 and the A320. So for GE and his partner, Safran, the next generation engine for those airplanes is absolutely critical. By 2005, Pratt & Whitney made it very clear that they were interested in pursuing their own engine for the next generation of narrowbody aircraft. And they were gonna compete directly with an offering from CFM International. And by 2006, 2007, the rhetoric was pretty loud. Now, granted, Airbus and Boeing had not committed yet to new airplanes, but it was obvious that was gonna to have to happen. And the stakes are huge in the narrowbody world. You wanna be a player. In 2008, is when GE and Safran would sit down at the Dorchester Hotel and launch three game-changing things. Our leader, David Joyce, had been in the job for all of two weeks as president and CEO of GE Aviation. And he teamed with his leadership in France at Safran. They announced the new LEAP engine, which we'd been working on privately for years and years. He announced that we're gonna to work together on services he also announced the extension of the CFM International Partnership all the way to 2040. Now this was extremely important. I think at the time was underestimated. It was part of a brilliant strategy because remember at that time, 2008, GE and Safran through CFM were competing head to head in the narrowbody aircraft world against a company called International Aero Engines. It was a consortium of Pratt and Whitney, MTU, Rolls-Royce, and, and an aerospace company consortium of Japanese producers. They were competing directly against CFM. There was a dispute with, within the International Aero Engines group as to what type of technology to pursue. Pratt and Whitney was dead set on what they called the gear turbofan system. It's a, it's a front fan with a geared system to it and allows some unique technologies and flexibilities. GE and Safran had opted not to pursue a geared turbofan. We had run turbofan demonstrators in the past. We felt we had the thermo efficiency in our engine concepts, not to add this additional complexity of a geared fan. So when David Joyce announces that we're gonna to continue to 2040 as a partnership, in a way, it's a, it's a shot across the bow at the International Aero Engines Company because there was dispute about what their next generation of engine was going to look like. And Pratt is out there publicly saying that we're going to do a gear turbofan system. So it was very important to David Joyce that his customers understood that CFM International was there for the long haul. Not only are they there for the long haul, they were going to do services together and they were going to launch a LEAP engine in 2008 without an aircraft even defined. This was an amazing moment, and yet it was still very challenging for us. In 2011, Airbus launches the A320neo. It's essentially an A320 with a new engine offering. 
and they launch it with Pratt and Whitney with its gear turbofan. And Pratt takes a pretty dramatic lead in those early days of 2011 with its new engine. But CFM International enters the Paris Air Show in 2011 and has an extraordinary week. We literally sell over 900 engines in one day. The LEAP engine is firmly established now on the A320neo. Some of our most reliable customers from the past, like AirAsia and others, launched the LEAP engine. And now we're in the game going head to head against Pratt Whitney's gear turbofan with our LEAP engine. The world has to notice that CFM is clearly back in the game. We were the world leaders with the CFM 56, and now we're gonna be leaders again with the LEAP engine. A month later, Boeing does something extraordinary. Boeing had been wrestling with whether to go with a brand new design on their 737 or opt with a more conservative approach, which was a re-engined 737. Well, with the A320neo selling the way it was dramatically across the world, that influenced Boeing's decision to say, we're gonna go for a re-engined 737. And because David Joyce and the team at Safran had the foresight to be very mindful of the size of the front fan of that LEAP engine. Remember, the strength of that engine in many ways is that, is that thermodynamic efficiency. We didn't need the big fan and the big gear to power that thing. We were able to make an offering on the Boeing 737 re-engine program, which did not require new landing gear. We were able to meet all the technical requirements that they had called for, and we secured a sole source deal on that program. What an extraordinary summer of love for the CFM program in 2011. They launched on the Airbus A320, they surpassed Pratt & Whitney on the program, then they have a sole source on the 737 MAX, and of course this has been joined by the previous launch of the COMAX C919, the new narrowbody in China. We've got three solid players on this LEAP engine and the orders would continue to come in for years and years. The LEAP is just a very impressive engine. Safran has introduced a carbon fiber blade and case system that's quite unique. Our compressors like none other in the world. We have ceramic matrix composite parts in the high pressure turbine. There's just so many unique technologies in the LEAP engine from front to back that this program now has had a tremendous service entry and we have surpassed Pratt & Whitney for the number of engines in service, even though they started a year ahead of us. So again, a classic example of this partnership that GE has with its leaders at Safran. I think we also owe David Joyce, our leader at GE, a tremendous amount of credit for his vision during that period of time to ensure the airline customers knew that CFM was gonna be very viable long-term and to make a commitment to some pretty exciting new technologies. And this is a program that's going to anchor our commercial future for many, many decades.